Welcome aboard the Gamership. I am your host, Captain Z. And I do not have an episode title for this one. But I do have my friend Mark here. How's it going, Mark? Thank you for joining me. Yeah, my pleasure. So, we do know that we're going to be talking about Diablo tonight. And we're going to focus on the D2 Resurrected beta. And kind of go into what we would like to see in D4, what we know already. Um, maybe some of the redeeming qualities that uh, I, I guess could make up for what was the atrocity that D3 was. But let, let's, I guess, start off with, um, with Diablo 2. And it, I, I'd say that Diablo 2 is my, is my number one game of all time. I think it is definitely, definitely the game I'm most fond of when looking back. Um, I, I don't. Did you get a chance to to play the the beta, or were you tied up yeah. that weekend? Unfortunately, I was tied up. Yeah, I haven't gotten to play, but I plan on um, you know uh, getting the game and uh, enjoying many hours, even trying to con my girlfriend into getting into it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a good time. You can, you definitely yeah, I, get hooked. Yeah, I like how they uh, added you know the eight player multiplayer and everything really expanding how many people could uh get in a group it's going to be interesting to see how everything scales with that though right so i'm assuming yeah. there's some sort of equation you know but what if you're in a game and uh, you're in a different act because you didn't have to be in the same act of diablo 2 no it didn't it was just it scaled right. no matter where you were sitting yeah right and so now it's an eight person difficulty boss and people just join in your game and you just get completely like destroyed because you know now that boss is eight times stronger right and you mm -hmm. weren't planning on your friends just dropping in on you i think that would be pretty funny <laughs> it might be a little bit of trolling going on there i think if i'm not mistaken though the more people you had in the game it also improved your the loot chances wasn't it so it yeah i'm at, that's going to be very interesting because i myself I was I was tied up for most of that weekend, um, and I just played with really just one other person in the party, and I didn't get the chance to kind of test that out on how insane it would be <laughs> to have you know that many uh, players in one game. But no, that's I think that uh, that'll definitely be fun. Um, and I mean, imagine you come up on one skeleton and you're just starting out, right? And uh, all eight of you have to hit it like once for it to yeah. die, you know. <laughs> I will say this: I don't think we should do that. Just starting <laughs> outright because I kind of got reminded. So when we look, when we kind of like think back on on Diablo two, the last time we played it, you know, way back when, um, our memories are kind of when we had all the gear already across all these characters, and it was just. Or we were in a situation where we like it was such an active game. We were kind of like skipping through acts and just getting to the key points of um, of the act where we, you know, you could level most efficiently. I'll tell you what, it was like um, I got reminded of how challenging it was. Just that first tune off the the fresh ladder, you know, going in, you don't have any gear whatsoever. You don't have. Um, uh, yeah, it just, it seemed like I was out of mana a lot. I had to have a lot of potions. And yep, it was definitely, um, I, I was enthused, though, with, with, with the challenge. You know, I, I definitely won't, didn't want to go in and be, like, reminded of how easy a game was. You know, it was definitely cool. We, um, I, I think, we, we, we kind of talked about this, too, a little bit. There are some characters I feel are just better coming out the gate. I think, you know, between both of us, our typical plan is to make just like a blizzard sorceress and just get rich and then kind of feed off that on, on whatever else we want to make because um, you're not like dependent on weapons or as dependent as on gear as, um, as say, a barbarian or a javazon or something like that. It's... Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'd say starting out like Barbarian, if you're talking about just like right away, Barbarian mm -hmm. is like so strong starting out, right? Like Bash just destroys things one hit, right? 
but as as like a sorceress you're going through and you're like the big turning point there i think is like at level 30 when you get the uh the uh ice sphere i forget what it's called man um but orb. yeah when you get that yeah orb yeah that's that's like the big turning point and then you're just like popping mana potions to constantly use that spell right because that's the most powerful thing at that time for you up till then it like you're really juggling with your mana with that character like off the bat right and barb just doesn't really have that issue so if the if the discussion is like yeah we're gonna gear up and how's the most efficient way to do that then yeah straight up sorceress but if you're just like going through the game and you're you're just want to play for going through it, not trying to gear up a bunch of characters, then Barbarian's kind of like, I would say, the easiest one to get going. You know what I, I kind of had, um, I thought was interesting when I was playing it? It almost felt like we needed respects sooner in the development of that game because it felt like you were holding on to your points for so long and that it didn't have like it didn't have that smooth transition you know i'd say that that's like one thing i kind of like pointed out and one thing i realized after being so long away from this game is i know that it's like okay well if i'm gonna build this character this way then that means i'm gonna have to dump points into the um all the skills that synergized for you know that main ability and I was just sitting there like, damn, dude, like I need I don't get to like have a cool spell or skill or whatever to like level 18. You know, I'm just sitting there with like these basic ones. Right. And and it took yeah. away yeah. it took away from like your like you didn't think about it at that point. You're just like, I know at this level I'm putting this into here. Like mm -hmm. once again, going back to Barb, you're like, what are the main things? Strength, dexterity, and vitality. You knew you wanted to have strength super high, and depending on your build, you might want dexterity at a certain height for specific weapons like swords and stuff. Some swords required higher uh, dexterity and whatnot, right? But then you've plopped it all in vitality, right? So once you right. hit that number, you are like, okay, well, here we go. I'm just going to add this into here. And, I, you know... To a certain degree, it was fine because you didn't spend a lot of time worrying about that. But if you really want an in-depth character build, you know, and uniqueness in your character, then there needs to be more flexibility, right? I think really what it, what it boils down to is just that one fresh character is where I felt it the most. Because realistically, when everyone starts playing this game again, and you've got friends at the very speed. least. Yeah, right. They're your just speed level. Yeah. Yeah, like you're you're not gonna like struggle and and limp around, you know, like waiting right. for certain skills. You're just gonna get them. As like, power let's level. open up the open up the portal to cow level. Come in. I'm gonna right. clear the cow level, and you'll be level thirty in no time. You know, like, and then we'll get you up to like super high level, like you know, and let's let's say thirty more cow level runs, and you're good to go. You know, at least getting through normal anyway, right? Because then at least you have all your skills for the harder for the other difficulties you don't have to worry about this awkward you know um gaps in, in investments and things but yeah and yeah. i think that's that's kind of almost a flaw in the game because like one of the things that you just said you and i agree or at least you may not have said it but i took from what you said earlier is that there's kind of a self uh, a sense of accomplishment because it's more difficult starting out right you're mm. you're going you're playing the game as it's intended to be played and you're enjoying going through and as you get those larger items and those larger skills and everything like that you're excited about that because well now i'm able to like do this and it may be still a challenge but i have just enough to get me there you know you yep. felt the progression you know, <laughs> we always played one character and then we had no further progression. It was just right. let me power level you and then you yeah. power level me and we'll move on, you know? Yeah. And you could definitely remember hardcore mode. You could definitely do that as well. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's some intense stuff, I'm sure. But uh, I was going to say that's actually it, it felt nice to actually play through like the entirety of act one. <laughs> just just you know like playing it as it was intended not like just jumping around you know go right right to kane and then from kane right to andy just kill that bitch and then just go you know move on or whatever until because i think like the sewers of act two is like where you would level that was like one of the leveling spots or something or maybe kane was kane into like 15 or something and then you went to the sewers 
something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll be looking at stuff when we when we start the play. But yeah, wasn't there a minimum level for certain things? I don't you had to be. Remember. I think you. Yeah, you had to be like a certain level. I think for you to get the full XP of it. No, that that's right. That's yeah. right. So there is but definitely the power a leveling. But the power leveling, it didn't matter because you were getting so much XP that even when it was like a uh, small, like even when it was reduced by 50%, it was enough like to level you multiple times starting out, right? So. Yeah, there's I definitely got a uh, I've got some page saved that has the breakdown for me. I've been doing all these research, all these, all these, <laughs> all these like faithful fans of the game that have been putting out content for years. That just like refused to play play D three. They were just like, nope, I'm not playing this, and they stuck around for D two. Bad graphics and all. It, oh, they played, they played, and then they were like, no, nah, I'm good. Right. <laughs> well, they, their their YouTube channels and stuff are gonna just blow up. It's gonna be funny mm -hmm. and good for yeah. them. Like they'll be rewarded for their faith. Shall be rewarded, Mark. You know, <laughs> just sticking around. All How many years. years has it been? Like oh, God, ten like years 20, of dude. playing a game and streaming and no one watching, <laughs> and finally you're gonna make it <laughs> until Diablo Four comes out, and then we'll see. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting too? What these um these big time fans and content creators and and what have you? They like even recently i think they found like a new build that set the the record for you know uber diablo or whatever and some guy pointed out like one of these just you know diehards that have been creates content and just um he he pointed out that you know this game has been around for for so long and yet even to this day they're still finding stuff out you know yep and it's it's just nuts but d2 um DT Resurrected, I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. It's I I would play that game just for the nostalgia alone. I, I I'm just gonna nerd out here, but you know, like even the um the Tristram theme is I think one of the best musical compositions ever, in my personal opinion, just because I have that sense of nostalgia for it. I it just takes me to a happy place, you know, whenever I hear it. Or even yeah. just like even just like the loading up music when you first load into like the um when you're around the, the fire and you first go into the lobby you're like oh man it just like gets you you're just like pumped up ready to play this fucking game yeah and you click the barbarian he's like Hurr! yep he still does that by the way <laughs> <laughs> they didn't change that about him one bit good good <laughs> um but what they did change though they have had many um Many quality of life improvements, I will say. And to its credit, Diablo 2, in my humble opinion, is a masterpiece. It didn't really, you didn't really have to do much to the game. You know, if they would have just updated the graphics, I think that would have been, I think, just fair for most people. But they did add a lot of quality, life, quality of life improvements, and that was mostly what they did aside from the graphics. Um, you've got the, the larger stash that can be shared across all your characters which is like insane I think that's the biggest thing oh, yeah. man yep yep for the... i used to have and you used to have a limit on the amount of characters you could have so i would literally yep. have blizzard accounts that were meant just to have mules on them the mules, so yep. i could transfer to them and then i'd have to log in and play that character like once every three months to make sure all my gear didn't disappear i'm so glad they got rid oh, of that yeah they really <laughs> opened the stash quite a bit there's a, yeah. there's quite a few tabs and you can you can share it across across multiple characters, which is really nice. That's great. That's great for the diehards that have that played it in in its early existence. You'd have to jump into a game, drop shit onto the floor in some corner, hope that you know, hope to God the server like didn't randomly crash, and you could jump back into the same game like maybe before it got full again or something. Yeah, maybe. or have your friend join and sit in there for yeah. you. But then, like you know, sometimes we all had those friends that would just steal your gear and you're like damn it i don't know what happened it wasn't there when i got in <laughs> that was that's the mule tax right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um they uh they you know there, there were quite a few other ones i think the ones that stood out to me is that um remember in act two where like you would hire a mercenary and it was like very un you really didn't know like what aura they would get 
it, it just had kind of like had the name of the guy and like how much it cost. Now they have yeah. this nice clean interface where it tells you what level they are, what their aura is. That's nice. So that's nice. That was a pretty cool one, I thought. The maps are um they added some details to make them a lot more clear if you're running and when I say more clear, I'll give you like perfect example act two where there's like mountains everywhere and stuff. Now you will know what is at the end of the map. Because like it'll be in red, for example, versus okay. just some random mountain in the middle of the map that's not the end of the map. Uh, you know, you could no that helps. That helps yeah. the feedback for the user. So you're not trying to like find an entrance along yep. the Heads up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. You can toggle um, the labels on items that drop. You can toggle it on and off to see if you just want, you know, anything and everything that drops will be will be up on your screen labeled, or you can turn that off and just use alt or whatever, whatever the hotkey was. I gotta refresh yeah. all my hotkeys before we play this game, dude, because like <laughs> <laughs> there's so many like useful hotkeys and it's just all all been lost the time for me yeah. but yeah um definitely good some, some good stuff i'm are you gonna ask me if i'm excited fuck yeah i'm excited no i was gonna say uh <laughs> you remember like when you would used to join like a public game before you were able to like uh take down bail or whatever and so you do bail runs with public games and then all of a sudden it'd be the mad click fest and it was mm -hmm. like who had the fastest internet connection slash graphics card right like <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's always funny, man. Uh, somehow you and I always ended up getting one of the good items. <laughs> you know, I think I'm not sure if that promoted the the increase to the player um or to the party rather size because that's definitely a concept that people have not seen for quite some time is the fact that if you're running with some random group of people, you're going to have to like test your reaction speed on every right. single boss drop you know or and, mob drop yeah or and mob. i right yeah yeah you i mean there's good good drops on just random random mobs random groups but yeah i don't think people are going to be very very nice with <laughs> with giving you free free yeah. drops so i i think that might have i i don't know for sure but now that we're talking about it, that might have promoted the increase in party size because now you can play with a whole bunch of your friends you don't have to fight over well maybe you'll fight over i don't know maybe it might end friendships i don't know but you know at least we you know well, it's um, like in world of warcraft when they put the dice rolling system in there versus mm -hmm. like way in the beginning i don't know if you remember this you would type like random whatever and that's how in chat and then it would come up and then they'd give it out that way so you know <laughs> And and you always had the people that was like, oh, this is my friend playing, so we're going to mess with everybody else. So the fact that they implemented that in World of Warcraft was actually great, you know. Although on raids, it still was not fair, in my opinion, but. Yeah. It's, but um... I did bring up DKP, so, you know, yeah. that, that was a thing because of that, so. Well, what I do like about that, what is good about that system, in my opinion, is the fact that you can just so easily give gear to your friends even if you even if they just borrow it you know even if it's like a really good piece of gear um you could just be like yeah man you know just if we're not doing on like a drop by drop basis or something you know working something out you could be like yeah dude just here you go it's it doesn't get soul bound or anything so you can your friend can use it for like a week or two or whatever and just give it right back to you and I think I think that's pretty sweet. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and it, you know, the there's just so many good things about the I mean, it's more realistic too. Like let's say you just killed something and you're looting the body, like I'm going to be like, "Oh, this shiny thing that looks fucking magical and powerful. I think I'm just going to take that for myself, right? You know, I'm going to be greedy in the real world." right versus you know besides with your friends right you might and even then you might be like well i could really use that stone of jordan there you know i don't have one yet or i only have five of them you know i need more than five so the one item <laughs> currency yeah yep yeah, yeah. the d2 economy leader Asage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Which, that's what, yeah go ahead I was just saying, you know, it was such a good item, even in Diablo, uh, I think in Diablo 1, it was like the item you wanted to get to, 
and then you got it in Diablo 2 and it was so good. And then in Diablo 3 it was like a mediocre ring and you're like, "Oh man, what'd you guys do here?" Right. You know? They they were like, "We want to get away from this." But they they tried to take a lot of the things in Diablo 3 that you know were good in Diablo 2 and they tried to kind of keep that same thing like we were talking earlier cow level became the unicorn cloud magical teddy bear area right mm -hmm. which was funny the first time but you don't want it to be like an element of the game right like yeah and we will we will get the d4 pretty soon here but since you brought that up yeah i i definitely i know the cow level was kind of fan service but i definitely want no cow level or unicorn level or anything like that in d4 i want it to be a nice like a more serious game you know it's yeah all and dark I, and brooding well before we before we kind of slide into into d3 here hopefully it won't affect my mood too much yeah i was in such a good mood now we're gonna talk about d3 but <laughs> well <laughs> one thing that i one of the cool things that I really like about D2 is the fact that it had such a it's been really like in my mind the only dark gothic-esque type of dungeon crawler game that or at least that's well known to me anyway over time but in D1 I, I'm not sure if it was in D1 I know D2 had an actual stat called light radius Mm -hmm. on it yep. because and it was you know when i played the uh the beta we're going through the catacombs on the way to andy for example it just kind of stands out in my mind and it's so dark and i i loved it because you don't know what's on the other side of that door or if you're in an open area dungeon where there's no doors you're just kind of walking through you're almost like cautiously tiptoeing through the dungeon if you're not geared you know and you're like really like having you're on a hard difficulty you're not just kind of like breezing through the game it has that kind of actual fear element or anticipation where you don't know how much is just going to jump out at you you know yeah and um, even further with the sorceress just teleporting into the room and being like right. oh that was a mistake <laughs> yep, and then you get two shot you just end up in the yep. middle of like some yeah some mob <laughs> yeah it's that is something i I'm hoping that they bring back because I didn't recall much of that, if at all, in D3. It was just. There was a lot in, more outdoor levels, like in D3, I'd say. But even the dungeons, I don't recall. Yeah. Like, sure, there were doors. Like, you open a door and maybe you can't see what's on the other side, but it didn't have that. It just didn't have that same feel. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And I no, think. I, what, I agree. Yeah. And to kind of like go hand in hand with that is I feel like they kind of lost their way on like what this is supposed to be a dark game. And the D4 trailer was fucking phenomenal. And they with it that gave me hope because I think that's the type of stuff we want to see. They're bringing back that more dark sense of the game versus just you know this fucking unicorn land bullshit <laughs> you know yeah level two yeah. point oh and it's like i hope they i hope they they write the ship with that but what might be cool is um if like the sorceress had like a spell that they could cast that is like a light radius in an area right mm -hmm. and so you can only do it in closed area doors or whatever of where you're at right so like they just shine it in the corner or something so then you can see more type deal you know, um, that might be kind of cool, but I, I do like, like you're talking about the light radius. No one went out of their way to get it, okay. but it was just a cool, like added design feature that they had in there. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's just, I'm trying to think of like other ways that, cause you know, it was useless to a certain degree, like besides oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. ambiance that it gave, you know, no, the stat like, was 100% useless, but. That was just the best way I could describe it, because that's what it was. You had this, you actually had this area of light around your character as you moved. That's all you could see, you know, that's as far as you could see. Yeah. Um, but even something cool, like, you know, let's say, like, um, the new Rogue class, maybe they 
like i don't know like maybe it's a spell where your your allies could actually see the outlines of enemies through walls or something right have right. it be some sort of sensibility like i don't know just throwing just bullshitting you're just throwing stuff out there but it'd, it'd be cool but on the same front like it might be kind of cool if they did uh not to the same level level of skyrim but some sort of like uh i mean i know that there's the attack radius right but maybe items that allow you to get closer or let's say you open the door and they don't notice you at first because you have that sort of ability right and maybe only the rogues get that ability where they can kind of sneak around a little more you know that might be cool to add in yeah but not nearly to the same level of Skyrim. Oh, no, 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 of course. Well, I guess while we're here on D3, let's... I'm going to try to just make my points and move on without getting too crazy. Because yep. this game did personally offend me. I'll um, sit back. <laughs> 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 um, I, well, I, so... Mark, we were there, okay? We were there when this game dropped. Yep. And when every Blizzard game dropped. <laughs> right, right. We were there every time. <laughs> but going back, this D3 was nowhere near ready to be released. And that was a that in itself was a very concerning fact for where Blizzard as a company was headed. What we did know from Blizzard was that it would always, um, the games were always ready on release, and they always were they had, Yep, and they always had no problem pushing it back. They didn't care. They're just like, nope, this game's not ready. It does not meet our standards just yet, and we're gonna push it back two, three weeks. And we all fucking threw our heads up, like, ah, oh, fuck. But we knew, and we were okay with it, because we knew that game would just be a masterpiece upon release, and everything would be great. So D three. It was nowhere near ready, and I've got a ton of examples. The difficulty levels were were not balanced. Balancing was an issue in general, but I'll give one example. I always pull up is that I was proud of the fact that I could do like a quick like twenty minute boss run. Um, I forget the thing where it's like you you kill so many you kill so many groups or something and you get some stat that like include that improves your drop rate or something and you max it out before going to the boss or something it's been so long since i played that fucking game but either way i it would it was like a efficient like 20 minute run and i was like oh man i'm kicking ass like i could do this efficient 20 minute run on the hardest difficulty act two boss and this was like you know the game was fresh but I could literally not step foot in Act 3. The first mob that would run at me would just, like, one-shot me. So, like, how do you how do you go from, like, efficiently doing a you know, a full boss run in the previous act, get to the next act, and just die instantly? Obviously, that was... Yeah. I think yeah, Acts 3 it, and 4 were, like, the big ones for them, where they, it was just insanely off-bound. But, yeah, and the thing that was weird about it is you'd get one or two items, and you might level one or two times, and then all of a sudden you were okay to go on, and it didn't have much rhyme or reason as to why you were more powerful enough to do it, you know? Like, it just, it just you'd level three, four more times, and apparently your stats were enough, you know? And that big gap was very odd to me, and I agree. I don't get why the difficulty would spike so much in between, like... It should be a smooth transition through acts as your character progresses. You should be able to progress through the through the game. Mm. Why not? Yeah. Right? Are we crazy that we want to continue on with the game when we've beaten yeah. one portion of it? Like, it's crazy. I'm, yeah, I'm not. And this is this is very different um, from like the casuals that were bitching about how like the hardest difficulty they couldn't even get through Act One or whatever. Like they can cry more. This is not the same thing. Like you know, I'm talking. Right. And if you know, if you want to be a casual and it's too it's too difficult, then don't play on that difficulty, man. Like it's not for everyone, right? Which is, right. I think, also kind of like where Blizzard kind of got in trouble is they keep trying to please everyone. You know, they want like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. 
before I get too far into this, I'm not going to go that far, but <laughs> before I start sounding mean, but it's, you know, you can't, you cannot please everyone with games and you have to stay true to what, you know, your games are, the direction of them. And if you have all these difficulty l levels in a game, it's like, bro, it's okay if you can't do it on like the hardest one. Like, that's yeah. fine. But those that can, let us enjoy it. Like, let's don't cry because you can't, you know, get through Act One hell difficulty when the rest of us are like, oh, it shit's easy. And then, but right. either way, I'm digressing here. But the, that was, you know, the acts were not balanced. The items were not balanced. Like, and when I say that, I mean they were, what's the proper term? The affixes? I just right. like to say item stats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah they, they're, they are fixes for all the magical, for those that may not know, the magical uh, attributes such as like plus 8% to critical strike damage or whatever, critical damage. Um, that would be an affix on an item in Diablo. I'm just, I'm just going to call it stats. I think that's yep. just easy. <laughs> okay. Affixes. That's such an awkward sounding phrase. Yeah. No, is, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll go with stats. But, um, but you know we're we're sitting here working hard, trying to progress. We're trying to get, we're playing like the auction house game. You know we're just like making sure we've got top gear for our builds and stuff. We're trying to competitively progress through the game, and it seemed like every other week they were patching something and changing it completely after we just you know either spent auction house money getting something or traded or what have you. You know it was. This is mess. what made me quit. That's yep. what made me quit the game is uh, you would spend so much time building for a certain build and then the next week that build would not be worth anything. So now you're going in there and you're like, okay, I finally have a strong character. I finally accomplished what I was doing. And the next week, well, now start all over because that build is no longer any good. Right. And it was that that's the thing. It was such a drastic patch too it wasn't like they just lowered it a little bit it was like you really couldn't play that class anymore or not class mm. but that spec you know so yep yeah it was um it was definitely a mess and yeah we, like sorry like you said yeah. man in the auction house you know people this was the first time that blizzard kind of allowed you to spend real money on items on a game right from player to player because um, there was kind of like a almost a black market of it in Diablo 2, right? But in Diablo 3, they're like, well, let's let us get some of that money. So they would take a percentage of the money. Well, some people, do, these are kids, you know, a lot yeah. of kids play this game and they're spending their allowance. And then you're like, well, sorry, Johnny, your allowance is gone and now you can't play your character. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not fair to your 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 players, yeah. the people who purchased your game, you know? Mm -hmm. The real, uh, yeah, the real money auction house was really bad. I, just the, I don't even want an auction house ever in a Diablo game. The entire part of the fun of this game is, you know, farming, challenging mobs or bosses and getting gear. It's that sense of accomplishment, which is something, again, I, I, I'm trying, sorry not to go on tangents, but it's going back to like, staying true to the game you know we don't want the we don't want the lfr equivalent like in wow in diablo we don't want some you know once you take away the sense of accomplishment from a game that hurts man like that's that's what we play this play the game for obviously for the enjoyment of it but you know when you work hard at something you put the time into and you get rewarded that sense of accomplishment is such a driving force for this game and right. it's um yeah there there have been whispers of some some mtx going on with d4 i hope that it's kept to a minimum and it's maybe just like cosmetic something in shape. can you go under that because i don't quite know what you mean by that acronym oh microtransaction sorry MTX. oh gotcha gotcha yeah sorry <laughs> oh no it's all it's all good um and that's so yeah, I, I'm hoping that, that we don't know enough right now. That's like what they're talking about. So I'm it hoping might be it's for just gold. A... It might be for gold or for respecking or something like that. And you know, I guess for people that have money, you know, 
I want to go respect, but I don't want to spend the time getting the gold to do so. You know, spending a dollar or two dollars, mm. you know, to respect wouldn't be so bad, you know. Um, well, I just did it a little. Well, it's funny we're bringing this up now because the last episode I did was, was involving MTX where we just sat there and we talked about it. But anything, as long as it's not giving someone an edge in the game. Yeah. Oh, it always does because well, that means they have less. They have to use less time to get the gold, so they can spend time getting items. Like, so that's an edge on that front, right? Like, well, I'm hoping. Like I said, I'm hoping it's just cosmetic related, and it, it it's nothing that I will bitch about. Is we, nah, we don't need you'll to be make throwing your mistakes. money at it. If it's cosmetic, you know you're gonna buy it. So. Oh. No. No. <laughs> Free to play games, I'm okay with 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 he's, supporting through cosmetics. He's gonna be running around as a barbarian in a clown outfit, and it's Stop just it. not gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's let's go back to like um you know in Diablo three we kind of touched on certain things that kind of pulled you out of the game right and what the game mm. was meant to be. You know the auction house was one of them. For me, those those treasure goblins were like. It was super exciting when you found them, but that's all you cared about. You didn't care about the mobs you were fighting, the evil forces lurking around the corner. It was chase this thing down and kill it. And if you don't kill it, well, that was horrible. And you don't care if you die. You know, you're just like, I'm going to kill this thing so that way I can get treasure, right? Um, and I, I, I didn't like that. You know. Yeah. I'm to to further your point. People were, were exploiting the shit out of the treasure goblins and the chests that they would uh, randomly spawn in these in some of these dungeons. Yep. To the point where people were just loading into games just seeing if they would spawn a treasure goblin at like one waypoint that was popular, or they would be corpse hopping the chests. And those not familiar corpse hopping, it's basically you run as far as you can, you die. You run back at your corpse, run as far as you can, die, and then eventually you'll make it to the chest. You can pop it, possibly die yep. again, but then at a point, who gives a shit, right? And then you, people were doing that more often, I think, like you said, than actually playing the game when this right. game was first released. I mean, this is, we're uh, we're reflecting on you know how shitty this game was when it first came out, and it, they've obviously had plenty of time to to patch it and, and improve it, but it just it for for most of us. Um, that are really big fans of this of this franchise. It it left a bad taste in our mouth, and um, you know uh, when we were talking about these D, these D two players and content creators, they never left the game. They said fuck D three. I'm not playing this shit, and they just you know they kept going. So we are hoping that you know the next one is good. I, I will say on to kind of go into uh, to leave on a positive note for D three. One of the things that I think they did do right was having item transmogs and armor transmogs. So if you if you got a drop for a weapon or an armor piece at any point in the game, it's permanently saved in your transmog setter or whatever the hell they called it. And you could personalize your appearance, you know, through armor and weapons, which I think is pretty I think that's pretty important. Like overall, does it affect your gameplay? No, but you know, maybe you just really hate the two-handed sword you got. That's like the best one, you know, in slot, and you want to make you want some other two-handed sword. You know, the appearance of it. Some of that stuff is important for for some people, like me. And they have um, they had some other fun things, like you could customize your own banner and unlock. Um, you know different things to, like put on on the banner for your for your accomplishments and things like that. I think that was I think that was pretty fun. You know, but, since you brought yeah. that up, something that Blizzard does is these cross game promotions. Like, if you buy this game, you get a little thing that'll follow mm -hmm. you around. I don't want them to do that with Diablo Four. Like, I don't want a mini Diablo following people around. I don't want all that stuff because once again, it takes away from like the realism of you're mm -hmm. in these labyrinths and dungeons of just these things that want to murder you yeah. and meanwhile you've got a cute little horse running behind you or a mini 
the yeah. a friendly mini avatar of the most demonic thing in the game like that should not be the case like you know well hopefully they keep that to world of warcraft and it doesn't show up in in diablo i i don't think right. i don't think i don't think it will or at least they hope not but well I, I correct me if i'm wrong i think in d3 they had certain things that um might not follow you around but there were certain things that you got like wings or something wings, like yeah, that yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or other things that you could only get through cross things yeah. and you know to me this is just once again money grab from blizzard like why everybody should be able to get the same stuff or i should be able to purchase that without purchasing your other game that mm-hmm. one cosmetic thing should not cost me 40 to 60 dollars you know yeah most of um i can say for the most part any of their like i don't want to call it like their advanced packages for their games that had that stuff like i've never gotten it i didn't think it was worth it to me even if it was like 20 bucks i'm like no i don't need i don't need any of that right some game yeah. some games that had some cool stuff and back in the day um back when like things were in hand not digital you know there was some cool shit that i could see a reason to spend like an extra 20 bucks maybe you got some cool art book or something you know or a model like, or something right right like that is that i can 100 percent see but yeah like now that we're in like a digital era it's like man i don't like you said i don't need this crossover shit either to be honest but right yeah but d4 i don't know how long we're gonna have to wait for this game it might not you might end up doing another podcast about it beforehand you know (laughs) right yeah dude it might be it could very well be like 2023. Yeah, I mean, the hopes are is that, like you said, they go back to old Blizzard and they wait until it's ready and then they put it out. Like, I remember Diablo 2, they pushed it back multiple times, I believe. You know, I don't, yeah. I remember like just as a kid being like almost surprised when it was coming back because I stopped tracking it. That's how mm-hmm. many times I felt like in my childhood they pushed it back. And I came home one summer and I had it and I was like, hell yeah, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and that's all I did that summer. <laughs> no pun intended. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. I it's like Optimistically, I was hoping for 2022, but it's just nowhere near ready, you know? And and that's fine if it isn't like you said. I'd I'd rather wait and have a good game. I'll tell you what. It, and just kind of as a side note, with everything that's going on with Blizzard, it's almost like the plague just kind of bringing up Blizzard at this point. Um, I I really don't want to get into that. Obviously, it's it's terrible. Uh, I'm just kind of trying to focus on the on the gameplay here and and what's to come. But they definitely need a win. <laughs> they definitely need a win going forward. Um, because they're not cranking out any new franchises, and I think Diablo 2 Resurrected was a very easy win for them. Because they didn't really have to do all that much aside from the graphics and some quality of life things. Yeah. Um, but I, I really think they need to they need to get D4 right, because um, I, that's going to be a big loss. But it looks like um, from the dev reviews and the quarterlies and all that, that, it looks like they're really focusing on some things and really trying to make the best game that they can. Um, you know, they're doing cool things with that die system we were just talking about earlier, you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really, like, looking at uh, putting intense detail into a lot of things, like even down to, like, the ligaments in, like, an evil character, right? Mm-hmm. So... It's it, if you're just going based on the art, they are really trying to do the best that they can. Now we just have to have good story, yep. <laughs> and we have to have good character building things, and we have to have balance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about the yep. items. One thing that I'm not too happy about, and like you know, was the how the legendary um, the legendary items like the those stats the highest level affix or stat that it gets um, can be on any item slot. And I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I really I, don't. What's your take on that? All right. So I think they were talking about legendary 
was that you could have that specific legendary stat on various pieces of the gear and that i'm that one i'm not so sold on yeah so because, all legendary yeah. items have like a pool right they have a pool right. of specific yeah. legendary stats and that's the whole thing it can roll any of those on any mm -hmm. item oh so you know what so you're, it's almost Maybe if I'm hearing this correctly, it's almost like just a high level stat. Then it is, right? It is okay. Okay, so the unique ones are like a set. for lack of a better word, a unique stat to that specific drop. Correct. Okay. Um, um, okay. Gotcha. But with so, the unique items, they're all class specific. It looks like, or mm -hmm. a lot of them may be class specific. So they'll be dealing with their skill tree and things like that. That's my understanding. Okay. Um. It's it's something new. I I don't I don't think it's bad. What I do I do like them bringing back the the way the stats work is that so for like um the lowest quality blue right like magic it'll have I don't know what was the max like one or one or two or something stats on it and then when you got a rare it would have more stats. So what they're doing is like you said they are trying to bring back that diablo 2 kind of mentality where you don't need to get a unique or a legendary to just get a good drop in right. fact i think that bring that as the excitement because you could and there have been times where i have like on my barbarian things back in the day you get this like just amazing rare roll on stats and it's by far better than like any unique or legendary you could compare it to just because how insane the roll was yeah i think lance and, barb was like the big thing at one time right oh yeah before like, they yeah before they put in item attack speed into whirlwind yeah because you had the range on it mm -hmm. The range, they, like, they, had, the ground. Yeah. <laughs> they had some of the highest damage too. Yeah, yeah. But you, you see what I'm saying though. It's I, I'm 100 for that piece because that's great when you just a rare drops. It, it gets you in this mindset, you know. Like if this wasn't the case, you'd be like, "Oh crap! I didn't get a legendary," you know, off of this boss drop. If going back to the way this is in D2. Um, and which is, you know, the direction D4 is going, you could be doing your farming and you can have a rare drop and you actually look at what, what it rolled for these stats and you're like, oh my God, like this is an amazing piece of gear. It could be well worth more than, you know, whatever, like the highest legendary is just because of how insane the roll was. If you're just that lucky. So well so the legendaries have the same pool. They get an additional stat and then they get an additional legendary stat. Mm. So legendary, if you roll, you could, it's possible to get the same exact legendary with two additional things as a rare, right? Mm. So, I mean, you're still going to want those legendaries, but I, to your point, you can have a rare that's better than the legendary that you had simply because the stats rolled correctly for yep. whatever build you're, you're running. Oh yeah. yeah. So what I don't want to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the best legendary role is always gonna be better than the best rare role. Yeah, I don't wanna right. I don't wanna get that right. mi that mixed up, but yeah. What I'm saying is just you can have high quality rares drop, you know, and that's exciting when you do because right. it's just not like a useless item. You're like, oh I'm just gonna vendor this, you know, because it's it's right. a rare, not a legendary. So yeah, no, I'm I'm on board with that. Um what do you think about like in D two? They have the cube, and you could just keep re-rolling rares, right? Like you had a certain recipe, and you could throw it in there. What was it? A skull, a diamond well, skull. There was all sorts and, of stuff, and the rare. And then when you yeah. when you you know ran it through the cube, it would spit out another um, you know rare of the same type. So they they right? had that in both D two and D three, mm -hmm. and they did have. Um, like, at this point, I would have to look up to see all the cube recipes for D2 to just refresh my memory on everything you could do with that thing. Um, 
what I kind of ruined it for D3 as well with the cube is that it almost made getting gear too easy in some cases, because what it would do is you would have some recipe where you would take, um, I think it was like a rare of a particular item slot. Say it be like an offhand, for example, like a necromancer or a witch doctor offhand in D3. And you'd have like a rare or something, you'd throw it in the cube with some sort of recipe, it would, it would roll you a legendary or something of the offhand variety. And yep. there, were some, there were some seasons where I just got insanely lucky. And I geared out like best in the slot so fast. I was like, this, this was not satisfying at all because I just got handed all my gear so fast. I didn't have to like do anything for it, you know? Well, even late game in Diablo 2 with the gambling, right? There was that one thing where, um, let's say you had all unique rings and mm -hmm. it would not spawn one of those unique rings that you already had in the game. So you would go and you'd gamble until you got a unique ring and you would just not have like, for instance, Stone of Jordan. And then it would always, if it rolled a unique, be a Stone of Jordan. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then you would just put that on a mule and rinse and repeat, right? So like hopefully those sort of things where like there's logic bugs, you know, in there where, you know, there's workarounds and, you know, hopefully they iron those out and realize that those are a thing. And if they don't see them at first, hopefully they patch them because it really does kind of take away from the gameplay. Once again, the, the uniqueness of an item when I can just very easily go and, you know, spend gold that I probably duped. You know, to get the item. So not bring up duping. No, no one has ever duped here. <laughs> yeah. No right. one. No one here present has ever duped. That was D one only. Right. <laughs> That's all. None of us got banned. <laughs> None of us did anything. No. All right. No. But yeah, no, I I agree. Um Yeah, they, they need to I I I, I personally Think that they should just bury the cube and not bring it into d4 i think so what you have to go to an npc for these sort of things if it's there or what uh, are they going to remove that altogether? like those sort of recipe things and whatnot so like there's certain things like i enjoyed rune words right like rune mm -hmm. drops and creating rune words i thought those were really fun um yeah. but i don't i could live without you having this like list of recipes for doing all this random stuff with the cube. I think they should just move on from that and just come up with something. This is a chance for innovation, you know, like come up with something new or just have other ways of accomplishing, like, you know, the same, you know, or not the same thing, but something similar. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what they did Kind of going to a new topic, like the skill tree that they have in D4, what they showed us, and you did not try for a pun earlier, but I'm going to go for one now, because we need at least one during this episode, is it's as if they branched the D2 skill, <laughs> skill tree and the D3, I don't know, skill bar, say, where you have like your kind of base skills and then those branch up into for lack of a better word like like buffs or something or like passives or something like that for um for these skills that you've invested and i know like people gave like d3 a lot of crap for like the skill bar i'm gonna call it because <laughs> it's just you know you can like pick your skills on the fly but like it's kind of like the same thing without I, I feel like it's a lot it's very similar to D2 than people give it credit for. In D2, you're still hot keying like certain abilities on like left and right click, you know? Yep. And it's just you're not just you're just not dumping points into it, is is what you're not doing. And here I think it's a mix of both. You're getting kind of that base skill set that you're going to have. Um, and then from there you can dump points, you know, and improving it. So I think, I think it's a pretty good, I think it's a pretty good format. What do you think? I like guess, I think it's a pretty good mix. 
Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, definitely taking, I, I think they've definitely kind of taken some things from Diablo 3, some things from Diablo 2. They've kind of listened to the fan base a little bit. And I think, once again, I'm hoping it comes out right because they definitely are moving towards getting, you know, just everything that we've kind of talked about. It seems like they've listened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it seems like they want to make a great game. Um, which, you know, more than just sales, they want it for themselves. It seems like they're a little passionate. Like, I've not met these people, yeah. but when they when they talk about these things in the quarterly and whatnot, there's things that, like, I'm even like, well, I don't really care about that. But they just wrote, like, you know, four paragraphs on it because they're that excited about this little mm -hmm. shading thing that they did, you know? Me, as a user, I'm like, man, I just want this to look cool. But they're, like, you know, really hyped on it. Yep. So That is a good yeah. sign, yeah. That is definitely a good sign. It's what they need, you know? Yeah. Um, we're getting a little close to time here, but just two things that I want to touch on, and feel free to jump in on anything okay. um, that, that you wanted to bring up. I thought it was really cool as well for D4. They are implementing, um, I guess for lack of a better word, like uniqueness with, certain weapons or say shields or something like that um if i can kind of like i'm, I'm just going to refer to something i read off of like gamesradar.com uh it, just because it's right in front of me so different weapons in the same class will have unique speeds and characteristics for example wands will be faster but less deadly than quarter staves and swords and maces should feel distinct from one another as well and I think, like, somewhere else, like, someone else will mention, like, uh, shields even had, like, you know, differences. I think that is a phenomenal direction. I think right, so great. the way, yeah, so the way that I read that they are doing the items is uh, exactly what they said, but, for instance, like, an axe will have a higher, like, the they have an item stat. That mm -hmm. will always be on that type of item. Like an axe may have more critical, more critical chance, right? Um, and a hammer may have, will always have like the stun, more percent chance to stun or the ability to stun, right? And the shield theirs is block, right? Yeah. So, and different types of shields might have different additional things like a you know, percent chance additional to block or something, depending on how large the shield is, right? I don't know yeah. if that's the case or not. But yeah, that they showed um in one of the quarterly uh, updates that, you know, they have the animation of the wand and then the, the staff. And so you can see that it's like the wand, this is straight from uh, what we were talking about earlier with the lance and things like that. This item speed, attack speed matters even for like casters, right? So, yeah. And getting back to that crossover between D2 and D3, it's like, and this is like a perfect example right here. When we, when you're making the next game in a franchise and you have something like D2 that's just so fucking good by itself, you, you want to keep the core of the game, but you want something new as well, right? This is something we were talking about, like dumping skill points into a into a talent tree in D two. Something like this, what you were just describing, would be something, say, like a barbarian, for example, in the weapon master's tree. You might have swords doing something specific, and you'd have to invest in that. Now they're kind of like removing the the skill dump aspect, and they're just being like, "Hey, you've got swords now that have this stat." And they're unique in this way. You know what I mean? It's just a very good... Um, they're, they're changing the game to give you something fresh, but they're keeping to the core of the game. And that's, that's really what I think we were expecting for D3, you know? And that's something I hope we get, you know, now for D4. But I, I think... I really like, from what they've released for these dev reports, I like the direction they're going. I really do. And I'm... I, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, well, something that is also interesting um, is like, for instance, um, Whirlwind, there's only certain items that you can use. Um, mm -hmm. There's an arsenal selection now. Ah. Okay. 
So that's kind of interesting. And they have different upgrades that you can do for it, you know, like, uh, is, I believe this was in Diablo 3 too, but you know, there's whirlwind upgrades, right? So, uh, restores one fury, uh, no longer slows down the movement while active, or critical strike damage is increased by 10%, right? So, you know, I, I think the arsenal selection aspect of this skill tree is now pretty cool too. It, it once again, it's going to feel different to be a whirlwind bar because you're going to have hmm. to use certain weapons right yeah versus like i don't know what other builds there are but i'm sure it's going to drastically change the gameplay right which and is going to be great yep and you mentioned builds another thing i wanted to bring up here is i think a again a monumental change is the fact that they're trying to steer away from just dumping into one basic stat and you you brought it up earlier too you kind of mentioned um say like for a paladin if you're you would put so much into strength to be able to like wear the armor you want for end game you'd put it into enough dexterity so that you're a max block say if that's what you want to do and then you're just dumping into vitality right like it's just that's right. it that's all you do so what they're trying to do with some of these unique item sets is that just as like an extreme example for for example um a barbarian would find this weapon and it's say like one of the better like end game weapons it's got its own like unique style of play but maybe he needs a certain level of intelligence to use this weapon you would need to spec into you know intelligence to a certain amount to be able to wield it i think that's a really good change to you know, add these unique styles of gameplay as well as having, you know, having your character um, adapt to these um, these basic stats that, you know, you're otherwise used to just dumping into mindlessly. Like, oh yeah, we need more vitality because everything else is useless, you know what I mean? Beyond a certain point. So that is one change I am looking forward to. It, it's definitely, I think, a good change. Yeah, I agree. But the last thing on my list is um, just really PvP. They're bringing back the PvP for D4. Which which they always promised mm. for D3 and never brought around. They never but, did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was supposed yeah, to be like arenas or something, and they're just like, you know what, fuck it. You know, I feel like, I almost feel like we should have a class action lawsuit against them for that, <laughs> you know? Like, Jesus. You promised, you promised us. something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, someone's going to actually take that serious out in the mm. world, but... <laughs> um but yeah dude the fact that it's kind of like this open world like concept for the pvp is very cool um i'm pre i'm very excited about it like that's one of the things you loved in d2 like what's the point of gearing up if you can't own face right. you know like the the whirlwind barb would teleport was so good you know that was so much fun and uh you know that it, what you're gonna use teleport in on mobs with the barb? You never really did, you <laughs> right. know. Like yeah, there's certain in, there's definitely PvP specs versus your your like farm spec, definitely. Right, right, yep. So, um, but yeah, the I, I believe they're implementing some sort of like almost king of the hill system where uh, let's say you go on like a killing spree, um, you now have basically you can get currency it seems like in there in the pvp world that you can then use to buy specific items in there and you can do that by killing people or doing quests within that world mm. but after you kill so many people um you might be able to there's like a world event where you have to protect this hill if you will to yep. get all your points yep. and it also tells all everybody else hey this guy's over there trying to do this so you're so vulnerable at that point yep. You know what I mean? And I think that's such a cool idea. I mean, it's not that it hasn't, the open world PvP hasn't been done. I just like that it's being brought to Diablo, right? I, I miss it when you're just chilling, you're doing some run, and then you hear that hostile yep. sound effect go off, and you're like, oh shit, right? And then you've got yeah. some guy just hunting you down. It's a bit of fun. Maybe it's They're not like, for he's everyone. Never, he's never going to find me, except for uh, you just yeah. added him to group. 
<laughs> you added him to group. He knows what act you're at, what waypoint area. And then yeah. you, your, t your tome is empty, so you can't create a teleport thing. You're like, oh, man, do I even worry about it? <laughs> uh, one, of my, one of my most vivid memories was something like that. Was there, was, um, there was some assassin, and it was a martial arts assassin, of all things. I mean, like a trap assassin. And I'm like, yo, bring this, bring this, you know, bring this person on. We've got like a full group, dude. This this martial arts assassin just ran us down and just whooped all of our asses, like in the party. I'll never forget it because I was like, "There's no way this like, there's no way this assassin is wiping out the entire party." Oh, she did, and it was it was the just a face, dude. That's whatever the fuck she did. She like one shot me, and it was um. What is it called? Dragon kick? Is that yeah. what it was? I wasn't even yeah. mad, dude. I wasn't even fucking mad about it. I was like, that was damn impressive. <laughs> this bitch just ran down and just wiped out an entire party by herself. But not for everyone, but this is a nice compromise because and I'm I'm gonna like read off of this the same um site that I mentioned just to get some of the names right here or whatever. So PvP is optional. But like you said, you are you have some incentive to doing it because you have certain rewards and, and whatnot that only come from PvP. But it's called Fields of Hatred. And they are PvP events and bosses to take down. And like you said, you can get a bounty while you're doing these things. Um, and I guess there's like a system for the bounties. It's called Vessels of Hatred. And I guess you get a reward if you have a lot of bless, um, vessels of hatred, or you have, you know, for uh, I guess keep it simple. If you have a high bounty on your head, you know, while you're trying to achieve these things, like you said, you're maybe trying to uh, down a boss or or achieve something, and then you've got people, you know, gunning for you while you're trying to do it. Makes it yeah, a very... but you have to turn you have to turn them in. So those mm. vessels of uh, hatred, I guess you said. Yep. You have to turn those in. And when you go to turn those in, it's like an event that occurs. So when you do that, if you have like a big bounty on your head, it tells everyone you're there and they could come kill you. Yep. Apparently, by the way, I think ears are making a return in the game. Yeah. They I liked I liked that nod in the uh the rogue trailer. Yep. That was that was pretty sick. Yeah, I, I hope that it's just kind of that, like but, not an inventory yeah. thing, though, but just kind of like a, a thing you can look at, and it's got like a unique ear for a person, but it's kind of like a tab you can open up, and maybe you can... It's like a book. Like, it's not something that you have to carry and take yeah, up inventory, yeah. you know? Because like I used hardcore to... hardcore or something, you could be like, this is how many people I've slain, you know? And you've got like this massive book of... Yeah. Of names and stuff, yeah. Yeah, or maybe you can uh, put a link in chat to like it because one of the fun things was when in Diablo 2 you go into a game and you recognize a guy that you killed like 50 times last game and you just unload your whole stash on the ground of that guy's ear, you know, mm -hmm. just taunting him. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. Maybe, maybe nothing as extreme, but one thing I did think was pretty spicy about Diablo 1 is when you actually killed someone, you could loot their corpse. Yeah, yeah. That was I mean, pretty intense. You yeah, can do that's that in D two, where like you can like, there's a button you can click or whatever. So maybe if you dueled someone like, and you're like, oh, the stipulation is winner gets gear, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, I'm too. Uh, <laughs> so much <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be about it now, but I, I'm guessing like if there's a hardcore mode, that that would just be like on there. Right, and that would be cool, and that would give you because you can't get your gear at back anyway, right? right? So that would be cool, and it would give a whole new element. Like PvP would be that much more like nerve wracking slash exciting, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And we're gonna wrap it up here. So, listeners out there, give us a like, give us a, a subscribe if you want to help us out. Let us know if you'll be playing D two Res. Let us know what. You want to see in D4 what your what your hopes are. And until the next one, game on.